0: Floodlights album, From A View, is our local feature album for this week, which explores the themes of identity, personal crossroads and misuse of power. To explain this even further, I have here with me today, one of the members of Floodlights, Louis. Please say hello.
1: Hey, Victoria. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Thank
0: you for joining us. (laughs) I know From A View came out on July 17th and firstly, I just want to say, obviously, congratulations on this release. It must be so exciting.
1: Oh thanks very much yeah it is really exciting we're all super stoked that the album's finally out Um, we recorded it last year so it's been a bit of a long time coming now it's it was a bit delayed for obvious reasons but yeah we're super proud of it and and glad that's finally out there.
0: Yeah for sure I know it's such a difficult time but I feel like so many releases are finally coming out and everyone gets to finally listen to them so that's super exciting.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think in a way it is sort of a good time to be releasing music as well because, you know, people don't have a lot of things to do at the moment. So I think I'm really hanging out for new music. So I hope everyone else is.
0: Yeah, for sure. It keeps the people going, really.
1: That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know this was your first time doing proper studio recording and working with a sound engineer. Was this a completely different process compared to when you recorded your EP Backyard?
1: Yeah, this was a much different process. Um, I can't say whether I like one or the other more, they're just different. Um, With the EP, it was more sort of home studio based um, and our now drummer was actually our sort of sound engineer back then for the EP. Um, And so that that was a really, really cool way to sort of start up the whole music production process. But then this one we wanted a slightly more refined sound, I guess. Um, so we thought we'd take it into a studio and and, um, we worked with Nao Anzing who recorded and mixed us and he was just a a real pleasure to work with he was so professional and just he really knew what he was doing so we had a it was such an exciting sort of new thing for us to walk into a studio and feel that sort of uh, adrenaline rush.
0: Yeah for sure I can imagine and the sound on this album was great. I really enjoyed listening to it. It was so pleasurable to listen to. How has this response been? Because it's been out for a week or so now.
1: I, I think the response has been pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to speak to a lot of people and obviously because we're not gigging at the moment, it's sort of hard to gauge, um, you know, how much traction or how you're receiving or how, how much people are really enjoying the album. But I think, from what we can tell, I think it's it's going pretty well and I hope everyone um, likes, likes listening to it and can find it somewhat relatable.
0: Yeah, we're going to break down a few of the tracks and we'll start with Matter of Time. Uh, I read that you recorded and edited the whole video clip by yourself. So how was this experience?
1: Yeah, that was really fun. We did it at my house actually where I'm sitting right now um, and Archie and Joe... Uh, quite good with sort of videography, and and they like that kind of thing. I'm not, I'm pretty clueless with it, but yeah, we basically filmed the whole thing in a day, just in our living room, and um, it was really fun. It was a, it was a, we just had to clear the living room out and had all these different shots and ideas, and I think um, they did a great job of, of putting it all together.
0: Yeah, for sure, and I really like that contrast of you know, having the band together in the living room and that really tight shot, but then you had shots of Parliament House and climate change rally. So how did those images relate to the song?
1: I think that they related to the song in the sense that I suppose the song speaks about um, the sort of exploitation of power by certain groups and and individuals. Um, And so that, that sort of reference was just to highlight um, that aspect of the song and just how you know some people in positions of power can often have the wrong reasons to get there and can disguise their, their agendas on their on their route into power I guess and so that was just to um, just sort of sort of get that theme into the into the video that's it. that was our sort of angle
0: yeah for sure and has this always been something you've wanted to speak about in your songs or was there a particular moment or event that kind of triggered this creation of the song?
1: Um there wasn't a particular moment really. I just think uh there are issues that we all really care about and, and we we think that it's important to write about things that are going on around you and that and that that you think are important and so just from our view, um, we try and get that into our songs.
0: Your next track, we're going to discuss. Thanks for understanding. Had me singing along by the end of the song <laughs> for the first time I listened to it. I really enjoyed it. And when you sing, even though I don't show it, I really care for you because I know what you're going through. Can you explain to me what you mean when you say "because I know what you're going through"?
1: Um, I guess it's just well, the song. I sort of should preface it with like the, the the song's basically about. Um, you know, two people growing apart, even though they still care a lot for each other. And so often, you know, in relationships, one person might feel stronger than the other. And I think what your question is, I think it's basically referring to the idea of understanding someone else's sort of pain or angst that they're going through when there's a sort of relationship breakup or um, detachment. And I think it's just, yeah, I guess I've never been asked that question. That's a, it's a good one, but I, that's my best answer. <laughs>
0: sure. And when you speak about, I guess, relationships and everything, how do you decide to kind of go from a song like Matter of Time to Thanks for Understanding, which, which are two different themes completely
1: yeah, I think it's they are totally different themes, but I think it's important um, to explore a variety of themes in your music and not um, be confined to the one subject. I think you know there's a lot, lots of different interesting topics to um, to to write about, and so I think I liked we. I think we really enjoy to cover a lot of different kind of areas of life, and um, yeah, they are very very different subjects, but. Um, I think they're all they're quite relatable to people, so we like to we like to sort of um, sort of give people our view of, our view of them.
0: Moving to another song that's also on a bit of a different topic to Thanks for Understanding. Can you give me a brief definition of what exactly is tropical fun?
1: Tropical fun, it was basically, I I wrote that, um, the lyrics to that, quite a while ago now after my brother and I went on a trip for my dad's 60th to Indonesia. Um, and it was just just about the people. We stopped off in Bali for a few days, and it was just watching a lot of tourists behave with a real sense of um, superiority and entitlement um, to to the local people there. And you know, you see a lot of um, uh, tourists coming into those countries, and just I know acting acting like kings and and thinking that. Everyone should be subservient to them, um, and it's. Yeah, I think there's a lot of disrespect shown in those countries, and that was sort of just my um, my thoughts on that on that trip that we did. I just saw a lot of people behaving in a really shameful way to the local people.
0: Yeah, I I feel like if anyone's ever been to a country like that as well, you definitely notice that type of behaviour. So it was really interesting to listen to yeah. because I've never actually heard a song quite specifically talk about it but as soon as I started listening to it and I really analyzed the lyrics I knew exactly what you were talking about
1: yeah I think everyone has definitely you know seen um, in their through their own eyes what what that song sort of speaks about and I think it yeah it's, it's important to discuss that kind of thing because it's it shouldn't be tolerated and it's it's horrible that people do do that us is the, the sense Validates my cigarettes, flying over fences, Pampered like royalty, why shouldn't we be? They should be thanking us for fueling their economy Retired couple from Brizzy. Been here the last 20 years, don't do it, it keeps them busy which don't Justified with the notion it's not the price But the principle that's wrong
0: Well, the song crowd and Well do you speak about comparing life to dodgem cars and i'm sure people will be interested to know where did this analogy come from was it when you were on a dodgem car or how did this <laughs> kind of pop into your mind
1: i wish it was that would be pretty cool <laughs> if i was just riding around in a dodgem car and just thought yes that's the lyric but no <laughs> i just i just thought it was a nice metaphor i guess um, i didn't it sort of just popped up when we were when we were writing the lyrics yeah
0: and it's quite reflective in general. Could you say the song's about coming to terms of who you are and what you're doing in your life?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that's exactly what it's about. It's about, you know, deciding on what you want to do and, and not um, succumbing to the pressures of, you know, people around you and doing what you want to do rather, rather than doing what you think you should do and doing and doing what others think you should do and it's you know the mental turmoil that you go through when you're trying to sort of reach that um that sort of realization of what you really want to do
0: and is it kind of a relief when you sing these lyrics knowing that you're doing what you're passionate about
1: yeah it it definitely is i mean being in a band was like has always been my pretty much number one dream And it took me a while to, you know, finally get something going. And I always had a bit of angst that, you know, I would grow old and never actually even have a go at being in a band. And so I think, yeah, that song relates to me a lot because, um, because of that very reason. And yeah, it does. I do feel a lot of um, energy when I'm singing that song because it's, I am really excited, really happy that, um, I said sort of, I got into the band and we started writing music because it, yeah, it's a big passion of mine.
0: I'm behind in my career path.
1: That's all right because I've got different
0: perspectives. I wish I could pickpocket some time.
1: And if I could, I wouldn't know what to spend it on. Doing what you love is theoretically sound. But well, I can't find that. and I've turned my life pockets inside out. Yeah. There is a four. But this one's got a hundred prongs
0: You chose to end the record with the track Happiness. Why did you choose this song as the final track of the album?
1: Um, I think sort of just in terms of a journey as you listen to the album, I think it's a nice um, sort of finish. It's... um, I hope that it's sort of thought provoking in some way to people and it's super relatable. And, um, yeah, I I think it would just be, we all thought it would be a nice song to close on like a slightly slower, slower song. Um, but yeah, I I think, I think we were happy with its placement.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it definitely delves into some deep things again. How do you get into that mindset to create something like this?
1: Um, to get into the mindset, I feel like it sort of is dependent on, yeah, like the mood that you're in and like, and what's going on around you and, you know, who you've been talking to. Um, and I think, yeah, that was, we, I wrote those lyrics. I mean, it has a similar message to proud and well, but just about constantly passing up opportunities and hope that something better would be lying around the corner and you know it's especially in times right now I think that sort of idea is is quite potent and um yeah it's it makes me start thinking that I should have taken you know a lot of opportunities that I've had in the past but yeah that's sort of what that song's about I guess.
0: Yeah, and it was released in May during this year, during isolation yep. in Melbourne. So how was it doing a single release when you couldn't even leave the house really?
1: Yeah, it was it was different. It was definitely different. I think um I mean there's nothing you can do, is there? You just have to you just have to keep going and put your music out. You can't wait around forever because you just no one has a crystal ball, they can't predict the future. So we just thought We'll put it out, see how it goes, and in the meantime, we can, we can start writing new music in isolation. There's no sort of better time for it. Um, so we sort of just, yeah, it, I mean, we would have loved to have had a um, single launch and um, gigging and stuff like that, but, you know, it is what it is and, yeah, we were still really happy to put it out.
0: So overall with the record, From A View, what is the message you're trying to convey with this album?
1: Um, I don't think there's one specific message. I think a lot of it is just just—it's just our point of view of what's going on around us. I think that's the overall sort of concept behind it. Um, and then we just, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, we like to explore um, themes and issues that are important to us, um, you know, and be culturally aware of what's going on around us as well. Um, so there was, I don't think there's an exact message um, to be honest, but I think I, I like the idea of people taking messages from it themselves and um, having their own interpretation on the, on the album as a whole.
0: For sure. And before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find more of your music?
1: You can indeed. We're on all the um, streaming platforms, but if you go onto our, actually, we just launched our website, floodlightsband.com. So if anyone wants to head over there, they can um, pre-order our new vinyl, which we've just ordered a second pressing of. Um, and you can also head over to Spunk Records as well. And for any UK listeners, it'll be on uh woo me records on the 15th of august i think i feel like i have that wrong but somewhere around there
0: <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for joining me today lillian talking about flood Life's most recent release from a view it was such a great record and it's been a pleasure speaking to you
1: oh uh, thanks so much for having me on the show
0: i past what's now
1: envision myself In three days under the big blue sky Without my shiny shoes or my kind regards And I know how I feel and what the cause is and how to fix it I've scheduled times to strike and reroute the tracks That I don't like walking on But there's a plethora of considerations that I must take Before acting on these decisions But maybe
0: I've ranked them in the wrong order